Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Repod It podcast presented by Rerouted. Rerouted is an online marketplace where people can buy and sell used outdoor gear. If you have gear to sell, please check out our app, the Rerouted app on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. If you're shopping for gear, check us out online, rerouted.co. That's R-E-R-O-U-T-E-D dot C-O. If you like this show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, on to the Repot It podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Repot It, the rerouted podcast. I am your host, as I am every week, Brian Shoning. Today, we have an awesome episode. We're actually announcing our partnership with Heirs to Our Oceans, a nonprofit based out of California that works on getting youth outdoors and educating youth about the environmental problems that are facing the next generation. We get to talk with Charlie Peebler, who's one of the founders of Heirs to Our Oceans. We'll go a little bit more in depth on what our partnership is looking like, but please welcome in Charlie Peebler. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome in Charlie Peebler from Heirs to Our Oceans. Heirs to Our Oceans and Rerouted are partnering for Heirs to Our Oceans SEAL SOS 2022 program this year. Charlie, how are you? Uh, introduce yourself for our audience here. Thank you so much for the introduction, Brian. I'm doing well, and I'm super excited about the rerouted and Airs Directions partnership this year. So I'm looking forward to getting into it. We are going to be providing some gear for Airs to Our Oceans in this trip that they're going to be going on. So if anybody listening has particularly sleeping pads and 50 to 65 liter backpacks for them to use and you'd like to donate it to an awesome cause to uh, to get used by, by people who will definitely appreciate it, um, let us know. Reach out to Rerouted. You can reach out to me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at rerouted.co, and I'll, uh, I'll get you connected with the right person if you guys have things to donate. But, Charlie, tell me a little bit about founding Heirs to Our Oceans. Yeah. Um, so, Brian, earlier you asked me a bit about what really inspired uh, me to you know, start protecting our oceans and get into looking at our, our wild world, pretty much. Um, and that is so closely interconnected with how Airstore Ocean started. Um, Airstore Ocean started through me and my sister, Dakota Peebler. Uh, we are the two co-founders of Airstore Oceans. Um, and it really started because we grew up on the California coast and my parents for every holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, would take us to tide pools when we were younger. Um, and Dakota really just fostered this love for our oceans. Um, and she really got into sea otters. Um, I personally much preferred octopuses, um, cephalopods in general, but we really like saw a change in our ecosystems on the California coast. We saw starfish disappearing. We saw less and less wildlife each year we came back um, to our like little tide pool spots. Uh, and we were wondering like, what is causing this? So us and a few friends started learning about our oceans and we realized what was happening with the climate crises. Um, it turns out there was a starfish wasting disease that really was rampaging the California coast for a long time. Um, and that really like fueled our fire and our passion in protecting our oceans. Uh, so we started Airs for Oceans originally as a documentary project in 2016, and then it morphed into the nonprofit it is today. Um, and I'm, I'm just actually in shock that it's almost been like six years already. Um, it's been a 
beautiful journey and a wild ride. Um, but for me, the biggest landmark would probably be when I was like in, in the timeline, the biggest marking would be um, I was at tide pools with my cousin who's from Michigan and she had never been to tide pools before. And it was May, 2016, right as Air Oceans was first starting. And it was the first octopus sighting I'd seen in the wild. And it was a red Pacific octopus. And I was just like absolutely hooked. Um, that's probably when it was like most impactful to me that I really need to protect our oceans and our planet because I'd seen these ecosystems changing and yet there was still beauty and wildlife there. So that's interesting that even though it happened over an extended period of time and it was as you were as you were seeing things change in this place that was really special to you, you can still pinpoint a moment that was like, all right, like we're doing something about this now because I I just really, really love this. That's amazing. And we I want to talk a little bit about the programs, but what was the first uh, program? You said it started out as a documentary idea. What was the, what was kind of the first thing that you guys did? Did you go through with the documentary or, or was there another project that ended up taking, taking precedent over that? Yeah. So we started the documentary kind of as an idea of like, oh, let's film these youth's journey in spreading awareness about our oceans and what in advocating, you know, against the climate crises and against the ocean crises that are happening today. Um, and the way we started doing that was we just started presenting at schools about Earth for Oceans and its mission. Um, and basically, like, we originally started kind of, kind of as a little movement. Um, and we reached out to experts and scientists to learn more about different like specific areas. So for example, my sister Dakota, I mentioned she really loves sea otters. So she started focusing on sea otters. I started focusing on coral habitats because those are something that really were interesting to me as my favorite animal when I was a kid was parrotfish, um, which is now morphed into the octopus, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to learn more about those ecosystems. We had uh, youth and friends focusing on plastics or sharks. We were all reaching out um, to experts in these fields and doing interviews and learning more. Um, and as we were learning more and as we were sharing the knowledge that we had like discovered um, with other youth through these school presentations, we started building this movement. Um, and we actually formed our first chapter in Palau, um, which is a small island in Micronesia because we traveled there in December of 2016. Um, and from there, like our, my, my mom had some connections there, um, some good family friends. And so from there, like their kids became my friends, of course. Um, and that's where our mission like really first started. That was our first original Aristotelians chapter was in Palau. Um, so it didn't really like that, start in, in California and you didn't kind of create the base here. You immediately were, were kind of widespread and, and in uh, starting other places. Yeah, it really started with our first original group in California, and then it spread to Palau, and then again back in California, our second chapter was in Pescadero, which is on the California coast, um, and from there, we were just pretty much everywhere. It just was like wildfire, kind of, um, from Southern California to Kentucky to Nigeria, Guam, um, Brazil, just so many places that I was like, I'm continuously shocked to like learn where we are and hear new chapters like well, popping up 
it's incredible hearing that because when I first mentioned that, you know, now we're, you're six years in, it's been around for six years, you were taking it back at kind of how long that sounded. But to be in all of those places within that time frame, like that's also pretty incredible. Yeah, it's six years is it's a while, but it's it's not a super long time to to kind of have this yeah. widespread reach. Yeah, and it's it's crazy to me that Airstore Oceans has been part of my life for literally a third of it. Um, at this point, because I'm now 18, started when I was 12. Um, yeah, and just learning like that, something that my sister and I and a few friends were interested in doing has spread so far. Um, like now we've been nominated to speak at the UN Oceans Conference in Portugal as like an opening keynote speech. I'm like, I just started talking to other kids in schools. Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean it's it's such a good that's such a good point though. There's there's kind of this shift, and and obviously that's a uh, that's a hint from you know the the UN Oceans Conference that they care about what you're doing and that you're mm -hmm. and that you're doing something important and something special. Let's talk about Seal SOS 2022 and the program that we're partnering with you guys for. What what is that? What are you guys going to go and do and and when is it taking place? All the details. Let's hear about it. All right. So, Seal stands for Summit for Empowerment, Action and Leadership. It's our annual summit that we have every year. It's always the highlight of my year. I will not lie. It's my favorite. Um, it's just an amazing program where we're in a space for two weeks or 10 days, depending on the program, um, with a bunch of other youth learning about our ecosystems. Uh, specifically, we learn a lot about the traditional ways of locals wherever we are. We also learn about the ecosystems and what's facing, like the problems that's facing them in those spaces. Um, from Palau to California um, to Hawaii. Um, and this year, I'm really excited because it's something we've never done before. We're doing a 10-day backpacking trip in Northern California. Um, SEAL SOS stands for Summit for Empowerment, Action, and Leadership, Summit on the Summit. Um, so we're going to be in the Northern California mountains. Um, I personally have only ever done like a few hikes. I've never been backpacking before, but I'm trusting in our guides. They've been counselor instructors for me for since before Airstoration started. So I've known them for a really long time, um, which I'm just so excited. And our um, program coordinator, Emily Berglund, was actually part of the Forest Service in Montana. So we're in really good hands. I'm really excited because this is the first year that I'll be an assistant counselor at SEAL. Um, and instead of the normal filmmaking or performance arts or public speaking skills we normally learn, um, normally we learn more soft skills um, about we learn about policy advocacy or more about um, how we can get our voices out as youth to, you know, combat the issues that we're fighting um, with the ocean and the climate. This year we'll be learning more wild skills, so hard skills like how to make a fire shelters, navigating directions, um, preparing for weather, predicting weather, getting fresh water. Um, so it'll be almost a complete switch, um, but it's still very important because that way we're able to, as a community, help our communities. Um, if there's a natural disaster, we can you know find shelter, food, water, um, create fire. 
Um, so that's something I'm really excited that we're focusing on. Um, and I'm excited also to go into our summit in a new capacity as an assistant counselor. You guys are in really good hands. And what's awesome about these kind of extended backpacking trips, I've been on a number of the, as a kid, my my family would go on a, a six or seven day backpacking trip every year. And it was, and it was just something that kind of became a part of my normal routine. What I'll, what I'll tell you is that you're going to learn about a lot about yourself and you're going to learn a ton about the people that you're with. And I know that you say that this time you guys are learning a lot more about these skills and all of that. There's a lot of time on the trail also to talk about, you know, to get into other things and talk about kind of all of the, all of the issues that you guys, that, you know, youth and this and the world is facing right now, really. I mean, I, I think that the, the opportunity to talk about that in that setting where, you know, there's kind of nothing else around you except for, except for the people and, and the kind of natural world, you get to appreciate it. And then, and then you can talk about what you can do about it. There's, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities to, to learn and debrief with each other um, as, as well as learning all of, all of those survival skills and such. So a reminder to anybody, we are looking for 50 to 65 liter backpacking backpacks and sleeping pads. We need 11 of each of those, uh, as well as camping cookware. If, uh, if anybody has that stuff to donate, please reach out to Brian at rerouted.co. I was actually really excited to, to hear that you guys started doing by doing a lot of stuff in schools, because one of the first things that, uh, chap and I thought of, we, Chap, the founder of Rerouted, we uh, went to high school together, and our first thought was, "Oh, let's do a let's do a gear drive at our high school to see if we can collect some of this stuff." So we've got some stuff rolling in that direction, uh, which is which is really awesome. But Charlie, I think that kind of wraps up the the main stuff on my checklist. What are what are some other exciting things that Airs to Our Oceans are doing this year? Yeah. So aside from Seal, we have year round programs. Um, for example, the RAISE initiative, which I believe stands for Regenerative Agriculture and Indigenous Systems Education, um, which is basically all about, you know, getting rid of harmful agriculture practices, um, especially in California. I believe it's California based right now. It started originally um, with my sister, Dakota, because she noticed that fertilizer runoff was causing huge algal blooms. So big blooms of algae um, on our California coast, because, you know, California is a very agricultural state. Um, and that those algal blooms were causing demoic acid to go through the food chain. And demoic acid is a neurotoxin. Um, and it was really impacting sea otters and large marine mammals um, because they were eating, you know, crabs or fish that had demoic acid and it was just accumulating in their systems. Um, so that's a really interesting initiative because it's looking at um, traditional indigenous systems for agriculture and also more new technology um, with regenerative agriculture. So it's looking to the past and to the future um, to solve what's in the present. Um, so that's a really interesting initiative um, because it also brings the land to sea connection um, and also looking at our food um, that's, that's one of our initiatives right now. Um, we also have coming up, uh, in June Hill Days, um, which is basically, we're going to go and do policy advocacy to Congress, congresspersons, um, representatives in the house and also in the Senate. 
And that's going to be organized by the US um, Youth Advisory Council for the Neon Oceans Decade. Um, so we as Airs to Oceans noticed that the UN Oceans Decade has national committees for pretty much every country in the UN that's participating. Um, and there's no youth advisory councils. So we reached out and we started youth advisory councils for the United Nations Ocean Decade. Um, and so far, I believe the two biggest are in Taiwan and also in the US. Um, but I was a part of the Youth Advisory Council for the UN Ocean Decade in the US uh, last year and I helped organize virtual Hill Days, but now we're able to go in person and I'll be helping um, also with that as well, even though I'm no longer on the Youth Advisory Council. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited about that as well. Um, the US Youth Advisory Council has been doing some great work in the past with education and also with policy advocacy. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what we have cooking up for this June. That's awesome, Charlie. If anybody wants to get any more information about Airs to Our Oceans, check out their website, h2o.org. Uh, I it, That's h2, the number two, oo.org. Uh, I was browsing around it a little a little bit earlier before this, before this podcast last week, and uh, it just tons of information and really, really cool stuff that you guys are working on. Um, obviously experts in the field and, and excited, excited to have you guys advocating for, uh, for our oceans in those spaces. Charlie, do you have anything, any final thoughts, uh, for our audience here before we wrap up? Not that I can think of. Um, but thank you so much, Brian, for having me. And thank you so much to Rerouted for the partnership. I'm really looking forward to SEAL this upcoming summer. We are really, really stoked about the partnership with you guys. And, uh, and we can't wait, to, can't wait to see the result. And, uh, and maybe we can have you on the podcast after SEAL and, and get, a, get a recap of it if you're willing to come back. Oh, for sure. I'm sure I'll have plenty of fun stories for y'all. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for the time, Charlie. Thank you so much, Brian. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Charlie for coming on and chatting with us about Airs to Our Oceans and the rerouted partnership. If you have gear to list, check out our app on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Search for Rerouted. If you want to buy some gear, check us out at rerouted.co.